Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Good morning, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the show, to the huddle. This is Agent Power Huddle. Well, I'm excited for today. Dan, we're going to have a bunch of people joining on here that you cannot see on Facebook, but, but the, they are there. And I will make sure that we copy and paste questions over to you. Um, our, I'm excited because our podcast just hit 2,000 downloads. Yeah, it's pretty cool for a, a, a newly launched podcast. And uh, I'm stoked to have Dan Rashan here today. Dan has become one of my uh, uh, good friends in the industry. But more importantly for you guys, he's listed 32 homes this year alone. And he is going to be breaking down how he did it. He is deep into a five-day challenge. We're two days in, so there's still time. He's going to tell you about a way that you can still like, come along on the ride with him and learn how to uh, you know, take some listings quickly. That, that's I told you guys about it yesterday. I'll tell you more about it today. And Dan, let's just uh, let's rock and roll. Where do you want to start? You are muted. There hey, you go. Hey, Jesse. I'm not muted. How are you? I'm good. But where's the Pac-Man? Where's, where's the Pac-Man? I miss Pac-Man behind you. Pac-Man is right over there there it is all right cool the first time i met dan i'm like he's got he's got a miss pac-man behind him in his in his office how cool is that all right so so I mean, everybody needs a miss pac-man but but instead of a miss pac-man i've got you know my uh my two precious uh ladies in my life always hovering over my shoulder now days. so instead of the miss pac-man i got the miss maggie who's my daughter and the mrs roshan who is my real true boss <laughs> there you go. I love it. So, so you've been crushing it this year. I mean, you're, you're always a listing machine, but this year you've already taken 32 listings this year, correct? Yes. I have. yes. That's yeah. a lot of listings in a market it's, with low inventory. It's a lot of listings. And, and quite candidly, my biggest challenge that I have right now is, 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 um, is keeping up with the conversion. Um, you know, it's, it's something that, um, you know, I'm looking over at my listing boards right now and, and I've got, probably a dozen or so ready to list me right at the bottom there that are, um, you know, that, that I will connect with today or tomorrow. And the only reason why I didn't connect with them yesterday is because, uh, you know, you know, servicing the other listings that we have as well. So that's not a bad challenge to have. No, that's awesome. All right. So, so, so take us through where, where do you want to start? I mean, where, where, where are well, these things coming from? Yeah. So what's the, so right now, what we're finding is really like the biggest, the biggest objection. I think understanding the biggest objection, once you understand that and you recognize that, then you can then see like where the opportunity is as well. So the objection, which I'm sure that everybody here has heard is I would sell if there was a home that I could buy. So has anybody else heard that objection before? All right. Connie has, Shelly has. I don't know. I think Sahira has as well. She's she's given to me like this, but I think that was like that that was like planned or something, right? Um, so uh, so you guys probably have heard that objection before. So that's the objection that we're getting, which is I would sell if there was a home to buy. Then the way to be able to accommodate that is to address it up front before it occurs. So one of the biggest things that I've been doing is reaching out to my database. And this year, what I'm most proud of, Jesse is more than taking 32 listings is the percentage of those listings who are referrals 
past clients or database. More so than historically, you know, I've always been a prospecting based business. So historically, it's always been for sale by owners, expireds, and all that, which we're still doing. Yet today, it's more sphere of influence. So it's just simply reaching out to my database, to my sphere of influence, and a matter say, hey, look, if you ever consider to sell at any time whatsoever, today's the day to do it. And you're probably right now a little bit concerned that you would be homeless. And that's perfectly, that's perfectly normal. So what I want to share with you is that I've helped many other buyers or many other sellers just like you. In fact, Kristen and Damon, who I just helped, were able to sell their property for $200,000 more than I was able to help them buy it seven years ago. And they were able to then transition into their dream home. And they did that by doing a home purchase contingency. Because of the sellers being in the very, very, the, the highest uh, negotiating position, you will have that as well. And I'll tell you more about that. That's the general concept of the way that I've been reaching out that has gotten me probably, probably around 20 of those 32 listings from just reaching out to my database. That's incredible. Sorry, I'm I'm trying to fix the live stream while we're while you're chatting. So I'm I'm multitasking. Do you, I mean, so so if people are trying to figure out how they duplicate this, what's the first step? Well, where do they, where do they start? Well, the first step comes from so the, so there's a little bit of a challenge here, right? Because this is a part of a long term strategy. Okay, so that short term action works because I've I, it's I'm already in process of a long term strategy. Okay, so it's a little bit harder if you don't already have that, uh, you know, you're not already communicating with your database consistently. Okay, let's, but let's talk about that. So let's, because if you don't have right now, if you don't have that long-term strategy in play, let's consider to put that into place right now, which is simply to communicate with your database in a systematic way that you're contributing to them and adding value to their lives. So that's going to be step number one is to make sure you have the long-term play in place. As you have the long-term play in place, now it makes it easier to be able to connect with them and have that short-term conversation. Okay. Because if you're not already contributing to your, to your people, if you're not already helping them, if you're not already providing them with a value, certainly you can still implement this yet. It makes it a little bit um, less natural. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Okay. So now if you understand that, so regardless if you're already doing that long-term play and the, and the long-term play, again, just to highlight this, it is to systematically communicate with your database by providing them value and contributing to them. And when I say systematically, what that means is it's that scheduled communications. So, but that doesn't mean that has to be like hard work. In fact, I only call my database once a quarter. When I call my database, I'm calling them for the purpose of inviting them to a client appreciation event. So it's a real easy call. And that's an easy call, even if it's somebody I haven't talked to in three years. Okay, so uh, and, and, and today, it, now the pandemic's hopefully getting towards an end here. Throughout the pandemic, we just simply transitioned our client appreciation events online and made it really, really simple. Uh, a, a student of mine that I coach, he, he, he and I put together a whiskey tasting night 
where he reached out to all of his people. He hired a bartender. He didn't actually pay the bartender. He had a buddy as a bartender. Came in and you know took the shakers and, and made cocktails online in a platform just like this. And just doing that gave a reason for a group of his friends about the size of the group that's here right now to be able to get together and gather. And guess what? That's just simply connecting with them on a very easy level. It's not real estate, but in the background, it is real estate. So that's a long-term play. Then the short-term play would be simply to, to make the call, you know, make the calls, send the text, send the emails, and reach out to your database and just ask simply, hey, look, I just sold a property. It went for use a story if you have it. If you don't have a story, use a story of an agent in your office. Right. I, you know, I, I saw this this listing. It was listed for seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. It went under contract with multiple offers and went to closing for eight hundred and thirty five thousand dollars. Right. If if you are considering to sell at any time in your life, today's the day. And not only that, today really is the day because guess what's going to be happening three to six months from now? All the neighbors are seeing right now that happening and those people are hitting the marketplace right now. And the reason why that phenomenon of those uh, of those multiple offers is occurring is because of the lack of inventory. And because of that lack of inventory, that's what's causing that to happen. Well, guess what's also happening underneath our feet right now? It depends on where you are in your marketplace. But in most marketplaces, we're starting to see that gap of inventory versus buyers diminish. And as it diminishes, what, what do you expect will happen to the prices? And ask them the question rather than tell them, because when you ask somebody the question and they have to think through the answer, they'll have a, a higher level of, of, uh, of understanding rather than just tell them. But certainly you can understand that what they're going to be thinking at that point is that the, the marketplace will flatten or decline. And that's what is expected three to six months from now. So this really is a historical opportunity for you, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, for you to sell and get the highest amount of money for the sale. And will protect you from going homeless. How often are you having those conversations? I mean, you, are you having a, you have to have a lot of those conversations, right? Yes. There's um, a philosophy. There's a, there's a way that you can do it uh, in about less time than we've been talking today and be able to approach every single one of the people in your database, which simply I could have just recorded, and I'm sure this is recording. I could take what I could take Jesse. Well, I could take that three minutes of what I just said, snip that out, and send it in an email to my database, and I just did it. All right, and so then that goes back into having that long-term thing in play, which is always contributing and always providing value, so that when I send something out, they're like, "Oh, hey, this is going to be valuable to me. Let me listen to what Dan has to say," and I could do a two or three-minute video. Now, if you're not comfortable doing video, then perhaps somebody in your world could do video with you. You know, I find that's a lot of times like uh, I do video with my daughter. She's a 10 year old daughter. Guess what? Every time I do a video with my daughter, you know what happens? You know what people say? Maggie rocks, Maggie rocks. And I always leave. I'm like, what about me? Right. <laughs> you know, like, what about me? <laughs> and Maggie's always like, yeah, dad, dad, I rock. That's you. I'm like, all right, whatever. <laughs> so, so, I, I love that, Dan. Uh, Connie Roller, Salt Lake City has a question. How long is the purchase contingency on average, right? Because that, that is an important key component to this. Yeah, there's two things that you can do on this. Uh, the purchase contingency, typically we're doing 90-day purchase contingencies. 
The other option would be a rent back. With the rent back, you're going to be limited to 60 days because of the financing options from the buyer. Okay, so in most cases, because their financing won't allow for rent back longer than 60 days, which is why I like the purchasing contingency better. Plus, they're in 100% control of that because if they don't find the home of their dreams, that original contract, yeah, it's gone, right? And so, so they're in complete control and they never have to risk being homeless ever because if they don't find their home, then the original contract is void. Makes total sense. I love it. Good question. If anyone else has questions, by the way, come off mute, ask them, type them in the box. Um, I know, Dan, you got plenty of stuff you want to go through, though, because we're taking days of material and putting it down into 30 minutes. So um, anyone else got a question or Dan, you want, you want to keep rolling forward? All right. Let me give you tactic number two. Tactic number two, guess what? For sale by owners is always been, so I told you around 20, 20 out of the 32 that I've already listed came from sphere of influence, past clients referral, which I'm so really like, that's, I'm stoked about that. Okay. Our for sale by owner business. So let me give you my for sale by owner class. You guys ready for this? If I could introduce you to somebody today that 100% wants to sell their house and has not hired an agent yet, would you like me to introduce them to you? That's my physical class. Done. Next. All right. Now, the objection that I get from agents when I have this conversation is, yeah, but what about the fact that, you know, somebody could sell on their own and they don't really even need an agent right now? First of all, I think you devalue yourself greatly. All right. But that's another conversation for us to have. Secondly, what I'm finding is that the ratios have changed somewhat, yet um, t- historically we're at a five to one ratio of meaning that if you go belly to belly, eyeball to eyeball with a for sale by owner, one out of five will hire you. Okay. Now I'll tell you how that, how we do that here in a second, but before I do that, it's the ratios I, uh, uh, over the last six months or so have changed from one out of seven. Okay. So if you want, to get 50 listings in the next 50 weeks, and you implement this strategy, you'd have to go to one face-to-face a day, five days a week, and then on Thursday, Friday, go to two. And that's your job description. That's your job description. That's it. That is your job description. Now, when you approach those, then the next step is adding value to them and contributing to them. So then you sit there and you, you actually help them. Okay, um, Jesse, I mentioned that I'm doing a five-day listing challenge right now, um, and we'll tell you how to get there later um, if you're interested. But three of my agents on my sales team have appointments tomorrow with for sale by owners, and we're going to be live in the field, and they're going to be going through those appointments. And then on Friday, they're going to come back in, and, and they're going to you know share with us you know their uh, um, you know the results. And then today, they're going to come live with us and say how they got the appointment. But the way to get the appointment with the for sale by owners is simply send them a text. That text is going to be something along the lines of, is your home still for sale? Question mark. And uh, and I will say Dan Roshan, KW Realty or EXP Realty or where, whatever agency you're with, right? So is your home still for sale? Dan Roshan, boom. And then you're going to get a question, yes or no. When you get a yes or a no, then you just simply follow up with that 
with a solicitation to be able to see the house. And it's that simple. Okay. Make it simple. Don't make the phone call. Send the text and get the appointment. The only thing you want to do is create the opportunity to be belly to belly with them. That's it. That's the only thing that you want to do. Now, once you get belly to belly with them, now the next thing to do is to uh, simply um, communicate with them systematically. There's a theme in what I'm saying here, by the way. You may have heard me say that word before in the last 10 minutes or so. Communicate them systematically by contributing to them and adding value to them. Okay. And so when you do that, one out of seven will end up hiring you. Now, maybe you have to work on your commissions a little bit, right? But that's a, you know, that's a separate conversation. We really can't even have that conversation in this context. Yet, um, what, you, what you have to understand is the way to make that work is to contribute and to add value. When you go to the appointment, you say to them, you say, Mr. or Mrs. for sale by owner, would it be okay if I share with you some information that will be useful to you about selling your property? And I'm not going to ask for anything in return whatsoever because I respect you very much to get the most amount of money and you're smart for wanting to get the most amount of money for the sale of your property. It makes sense to me. And what we know is oftentimes people who start to sell on their own end up hiring an agent. So the only thing that I would ask in return for me providing you information that will be helpful to you is the opportunity that if you do decide to hire an agent, that you allow for me to apply for the job to be able to list your home with me. Is that fair? Yes. Okay, great. Now you give them information like here's how to list it out here, how to list your home on Facebook. Here's a list of vendors that you may need, electrician, plumber, whatever. Here's a 3D photographer uh, uh, photographer. Here's a professional photographer. Um, here's all the resources that you may need. Here's some disclosures that you may need to be able to sell the property. And you actually give them that, but you give them that through time. You don't give it all to them in one fell swoop. You know, you check in with them on a Friday. Hey, you do an open house this weekend. Maybe you do an open house for them. Check with them on the Monday. Hey, how the showings go over the weekend? What most agents who solicit for sale by owners make the mistake on, on doing is they go and they solicit the listing. What I'm going to suggest that you do instead is that you go and you create the relationship and you add value to them. And then as you create that relationship and as you create that value to them, then you be able to, uh, to list one out of seven, even in today's marketplace. What are you guys' thoughts about that? Let me ask you guys, what are your thoughts about that? If uh, I'd love to hear your feedback, if that's okay. Go ahead, Connie. So thank you so much. Because I like to work for sell by owners too, and it's it you know it has been challenging now, but you've helped me so much in knowing just how to approach it better and you know more personable, and then just keep dripping the info instead of dripping. Are you ready? Are you ready? <laughs> you know yeah. that just comes across as needy yeah. and and me versus helping them. So thank you so much. That's gonna you just made me some money, Dan. Thanks. Hey, all right. <laughs> Good job, Connie. Thank you for sharing that. What questions do you have? What ahas do you have? Well, that was my question. I just want to, just want to, because in case people aren't saying it out loud, like really, 
in this market, you're still converting for sale by owners. I just want to say the thought. Come on, someone be honest. You guys are having this, someone's having this thought, right? And so yes, so Dan, let, let's address it. In this market, there's three types of for sale by owners. Number one, they want money. Number two, they have a high ego. Number three, they're not committed. Did you guys all agree to that? Those are your three types of for sale by owners. The ego, um, I don't know. There's got to be some sort of, just you're the creative, right? Adios amigo, ego, <laughs> something like that. Sure, we'll take it. <laughs> it's a, it's, a, it's a May 5th, right? Uh, Cinco de Mayo, right? We're gonna, it is. You know, that's the best I got there, right? Like uh, the ego, not interested. The money, we can talk about that. The not committed, that's the ones that we still want. Because even in this market, there still are people that are just sort of dipping their toe in the water that aren't necessarily committed to doing it on their own. You know, this would be like a, uh, you know, a do it yourself, uh, anything, right. You know, like for me, if, if I would enjoy doing crafts, I would enjoy building a desk or something, but guess what? You don't want to hire a desk from me that I built. Okay. That's a bad idea. Okay. Not if you want your, your, your computer to not go crash. Okay, but I may enjoy it. But guess what? I'll probably, you know, put like two legs on it and then be like, you know, maybe I should be doing something else. Right? Because I'm not so committed to this. That's who you're looking for in the for sale by owners. Now, the only reason why it's changed from a one to five to one to seven is because even some of the people that aren't committed are finding buyers sooner. Okay, because it's just like they put a sign in and the neighbors are like, oh, hey, oh, hey, oh, hey. Okay, but even in this today's market, yes, absolutely, there are still people that you can help, and for sale by owners are definitely willing to help you because everybody here knows what we do. Even if it's easy to get a property under contract, do you really make your money by getting the property under contract? Right. Yeah. I mean, that's a huge piece of it, and it's the highest value that the consumer perceives. So that's the challenge of what we do because the highest value that the consumer perceives that we do is to find a buyer for their for their uh, uh, for their property or find a home uh, if they're a buyer, and that is a huge piece of what we do. Yet, in my opinion, what we really do is we avoid problems, we handle problems, we overcome objections, we listen to our clients, we accommodate their emotions. We are smart about the way that we address things proactively so that we're handling things when they're in a neutral or an excited emotional state rather than a, um, you know, for example, a home buyer. So I know we're talking about listening today, but a home buyer, the emotional state that they have is at some point they'll be excited when they write the offer that gets accepted. And at some point after that, they're going to have doubts. Yes, I just, I just signed an offer myself about 30 minutes ago on an investment property. And I think I'm already having the doubts right now. So thank you for your coaching, guys. I appreciate the help here. Okay. All right. So at some point, they're going to have doubts. When they have doubts, it's harder to be able to communicate with them than when they're excited or neutral. Okay. So it's about us as agents understanding that that's where we make our money. It's about being smart, not in how we communicate, but when we communicate. It's about handling the problems, about proactively knowing Here's the 15 things that could blow up in this transaction. So let me 
have the conversations before any of those 15 things even occur so that they may happen. And then also let me set you up for success so that if for some reason one of these things does blow up, I'm going to handle that for you. I had a, a, a property two weeks ago. This is a domino effect. And when I say domino effect, what that means, they had a property, a home under uh, contract to buy, and they had a property to sell. And it was one week in between. And the day before the first transaction, the buyers fell out. Guess what? Emotional, emotional, emotional journey, because this really was their home of, of their dream. I was able, within 24 hours, I was able to get a cash buyer for this property. This happened on a Thursday. By Friday, we were in a contract again. The next Monday, we closed on that first property. That's how you make your money. Okay? Not finding the first buyer. Not finding the home of their dreams, which we did all that as well. It's, oh my goodness, it is code red right now. How do we solve this problem? And so going back to your original question, Jesse, which I do remember, which is, are for sale by owners actually hiring you today? Yes, when you know how to communicate with them effectively, because not everyone's committed to uh, to, to uh, do it on their own. I love it. Does that help, does that help convince some of you guys? Right? <laughs> and I know we only have a few minutes left, so I want to make sure we talk about it because even though you could listen to, to Dan and say, but he has this big sphere, he has this big list. And that, so, you know, it, you didn't historically take all these listings from your sphere, right? Like, it wasn't this sort of volume. Like you, you changed your strategy, you got tactical, and it sounds like these are things that, that can be duplicated by other people, correct? Yeah, everything's a system. I mean, historically, when I got my license years ago, I was leaving the restaurant business. My colleagues were my drinking buddies. All right. And I was an active alcoholic at the time. I've been recovered for 15 years. That was my sphere of influence. They were not ideal home buyers or home sellers. They were more interested in going to the bar at night, which is fine, right? I mean, God bless them. And, and you know, that's fine, right? But they, they weren't my pool of people. So I haven't always had that in my world. And it, it, there is business today that you can get. You could get the for sale by owners. You could get the um, your, your database if you have any database. All right. Let me ask you guys a question. If there is somebody in your world right now, and I don't know, we're all in different marketplaces, right? But right, my marketplace right now, there's $100,000, $200,000 above you know, where they were 18 months ago in some, in some micro pockets. Even if your market's twenty or $30,000, that's still a tremendous amount of money. A hundred or three hundred thousand is a fortune. Would you guys all agree to that? Okay. If you have ten friends, do you think one of those ten friends may want a hundred to three hundred thousand or ten to thirty thousand dollars? You think that that's possible? Okay. You don't need a big database. Start with ten. Everybody here has at least ten. I mean, uh, and if you don't have ten, start with one. Ask your mom if she wants a hundred grand. <laughs> So, so it, I, I know that you're, you're two days into this five-day listing challenge. Um, yes. Can people still join you this week or do they have to wait till the next one? Uh, they can join me. You can, uh, if you want to write this down, you'd have to register to join. Uh, it's uh, in the chat there. It's www.5, the number five, daylistingchallenge.com. 
And the first two days, which you didn't have an opportunity to attend, uh, are available on demand. And the homework, or excuse me, action steps are also available that uh, basically what we've done over the first two days is I've done the activity and I've shown the students I'm doing it in real time. Today, those appointments that my agents are going out tomorrow, I'm going to set those appointments today. Okay, and listen to the confidence there. Did you guys just hear that? I've committed to, uh, you know, there's 140 people registered for the challenge. There's about 70 people that are showing up, right? So the 70 or 140 people, I say, hey, look, tomorrow you're going to see three agents go on three appointments. I haven't, I have not booked those appointments yet. Okay. I have so much faith that this, that this works and you can do this as well. You just need to do the activity. That's all it is. Just do the activity. I'll set the appointments tomorrow. And I should have led with this, but how much is the challenge? Oh, it's free. It's free. Okay. That's a, I should have let with that guys. It's free. Dan, the, the same way he talks about, and Dan is a coach. His, he wants to help. I, I get no vested interest other than I like bringing good coaches and trainers to you guys that can help you sell more houses. Jesse, Jesse, you get an affiliate uh, payment of free. I'm going to give you uh, 2000%. Of free, I'll take it. I'll take it. But 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 Dan, Dan leads the same way he's talking about physicals. Leads the value, right? It's it's you can see everything lines up in the strategy. It all's together. But uh, thank you for bringing this, Dan. This is awesome. Well, if you want to think about how you want to wrap this up, last final thought to to leave the crew with. But just thank you for being here. Um, this is such good information. I hope you guys feel inspired to go out and take some listings. You guys feeling good? All right, cool. Dan, how do you want to leave the crew? What do you want? To, what's the final thought you want to leave us with? I'm going to invite you to uh, to visit the website fivedaylistingchallenge.com. And I want to leave you with the thought that whatever you dream of, whatever you, whatever you want in life, believe in yourself. Like I am telling you, believe in yourself. Believe in yourself, take massive action and freaking go do it because you can do it. Like you could do it. Like I, you could, like, all right, I'm going to stop. You can do it. They can though. You can. I love it. All right, guys, have a wonderful Wednesday. Jump on that challenge. Five-day listing challenge. Jump on it. You still got time. This is awesome. Have a good day, guys. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.